This is the first Future Memory Conversations, and I'm very happy to have here J1 Ramir um, with me tonight or today um, as my first guest on the program. Uh, for those who might not know him yet, Jeremy is a visual artist from Paris and also an important pioneer in the European graffiti writing universe, also known as J1. Welcome to Berlin, sir. Oh, well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Yes, always a pleasure to see you. So, um, do you want to introduce yourself again? Because, you know, you would do it differently than I'm doing it, because... Uh, uh, okay, I don't really like to do that exercise, but... Uh, it's always I'm, a I'm painful a, beginning. Yeah, you know. <laughs> always. Uh, I'm a Caribbean uh, artist. I like to uh, define myself as a Caribbean artist. Uh, living and working in Paris. And uh, basically, I am a visual artist, but I also work uh, in the music field because I believe music is the uh, number one art form to me, you know. Okay. And the more direct and the more efficient as well. So I basically try to uh, translate uh, what I hear, you know, what I'm, what I'm listening to into a visual, uh, you know, pieces of work. Okay, okay. Yeah. But uh, do you practice uh, music yourself? Like, uh, do you really produce music or? Yeah, it's, it's more like producing because I'm not a musician, you know. Uh, that's a pity, you know. I really regret <laughs> regretting <laughs> that I don't play any instruments. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, I produce like uh, computer programmed music, and I usually use uh, samples, you know, voice samples, and uh, the rest is pro computer programmed. Mm -hmm. And I also remember you did uh, with outlines with your friends. You uh, had Out a project. Was, yeah, outlines was a special project because it was like a collective, and mm -hmm. we wanted to. Um, uh, we wanted to do a new proposition um, regarding the the new uh, platforms and the new ways to uh, to listen to music and to sell music. You know, we wanted to have it like a, as a package, combining visual art and, uh, and and music. And I was part of it because I was the one doing all the visuals and videos and stuff like that. But we did not go that far. Um, because commercially, I think it was too difficult for the record company we were dealing with at the time to uh, comprehend the, the concept. But uh, today we, we see and we look at many artists are combining uh, visual art in, uh, you know, in their, their, their combination. Yeah, it seems in like a, a big uh, thing to be yeah. happening that it's included visual artists yeah. to the merchandise or to the cover art. I mean, it was always like cover artwork, yeah. but it goes beyond the cover artwork yeah, I mean, we and want, stage design and yeah, all that. Yeah, we wanted to have like more, maybe not that commercially uh, uh, conceptualized, you know, because we wanted to really have the, 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 the art, the, the art, um, the visual art aspect of it hmm. uh, really uh, combine with the, with the music, like, like package it in, in a way that people, when they see a video, you know, the, there's a concept behind the video which is arty in a way and uh, I know that art and music they go together but mostly it's like a concrete music mm. jazz or classical music and we wanted to do to have something like more popish like more popular music like hip-hop and uh, R&B music and disco and 
okay. house music, you know. Which is the actual uh, popular music, actually. I mean, yeah. I remember back in the days, everybody was laughing at us, kind of, with the, with the beanies on, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the like... The baggy pants and The baggy like pants and everything. And yeah. uh, nowadays, it's like the popular culture, which is yeah. like... And, and nowadays, the, the younger artists, they, they, they're using that kind of uh, combination. Mm. You know, like uh, the way they do the art, uh, the record covers done by uh, contemporary artists. They also perform in museums, in galleries, and, you know, like Kanye West is doing such yeah. things, like uh, Beyonce, she did something in the Louvre. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think we were kind of... So it's like high art and low art, as we call it, is combining, getting together, and... Uh, or you think that, um, that these artists, they need a... Um, how you call it, like a, how you call it with the knight sword, like a oh, knighting, okay. <laughs> you, yeah, they need knighting, the knighting yeah, yeah. Of, the, um, of the art world, kind of, to be recognized, is it a little bit also in this direction, or I don't you feel think for them. I don't think for them it, it, it's, it's in uh, that way, you have to, I mean, we have to understand that, uh, Art, visual art is, I mean, contemporary art, what we call contemporary art is just contemporary. Mm. You know, it's like meaning in our time. And it, it goes the same for music. Mm. You know, music, it's a music of, uh, of the time. And music is art. So those, those, uh, those uh, R&B singers and hip hop singers, you know, they just uh, uh, realized, you know, that it was the same thing. It's a way of expressing yourself. Mm. So basically, why should you divide uh, the arenas in which you, you know... Uh, Reach a lot should, of people. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, why music should be like only in concert halls and not in a gallery, for example, you mm. know? Because, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a way of expressing yourself. And if you can find uh, noises, dialogues in a museum or in a gallery, you know, why not uh, music and why not popular mm. music? So you think yeah. the um, the division between these uh, places yeah. um, they they get uh, they are not natural to me they are not natural no 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 uh, definitely but it's but it's like the European way let's say yes. to um, to keep people out of the museum uh, yeah. something in this direction to have like okay this is proper higher art and then um, it it stands in that history. And that's where I okay. mean I was I was about to say that to me I mean when I think about African uh, art in general you know it's something that is public it's something that you share directly with mm. the public and of course our I mean our art I mean as African uh, art form is uh, basically uh, deemed uh, music or dance you know and maybe people uh, tend to forget that we also have visual arts you know or artifacts they call it artifacts but sculptures paintings. All these art forms in Africa or African diaspora is something that you usually share, you know, naturally share. Yeah, it's also inclusive. So yeah, it's inclusive. basically yeah. you're part of the dance yeah. that's going to be, or yeah. you're part of the singing or you're... Yeah, you know. it can be true for other communities, you know, yeah. like the natives and the, I don't know, aborigines or maybe in Asia. Mm. But I know it's, tr it's true for, for But Africa. here it's not in that way inclusive because it's like the audience... Uh, performing and yeah. there's uh, not the, the the performer performs and the audience performs the watching basically they're just 
it's more academic. I mean, in Europe, everything is so, uh, you know, um, classified as academics, as uh, mm. popular, as, uh, you know, uh, and uh, the thing is that uh, it depends which space you want to um, address, mm. like, could be like a church or a gallery, you know. The intention of creating, the process of creating is intended to that space, not to the people, really, because... You don't know who's going to come in a gallery. Mm. I mean, yeah. of course, collectors and stuff like that, you know. Same for a church. If you do something in a church, like you, you would have believers, you know. But basically, you don't know who's going to come. You but think most of the production is intended for the space, really. You do something for a gallery. You do something like for a church, you know. As it should be for the people, you know. Mm. And that's why in... Um, the example I took from African is like you do it for the people, for the community, for the people, you know. And when you do it, you do it outside. It could be inside, but you could do it outside the same way as you do it inside. And the same for graffiti, you do it outside because it's an outside uh, art form. But it could also be uh, proposed inside, maybe in a different form. I don't know, you know. But uh, it could be uh, also viewed inside. Mm -hmm. I have two questions for that. It's like. Um, on one hand, is like, um, do you think the hip hop culture, uh, as it has a minority um, background, basically, like uh, it, it was created in uh, New York as a from a minorities group? Can you say that? Um, that uh, that was way more inclusive because it was about the people creating it who were part of the audience also. And um, the same with graffiti, the same with uh, rapping back in the day. So it's like, you know, you jump up and you do the next, uh, you know, cypher or you go up. And so that it's less European um, uh, background than it is basically like from this community. Yeah, my understanding of the hip hop culture, uh, as we know it, doesn't really depart from what I know from, <laughs> again, that African, uh, you know, um, uh, culture, you know. Because even the hip-hop, I could uh, relate it to jazz before, to gospel, to uh, uh, R&B, even, you know. It's, it's, it's like for the community. Mm. And this is what's so uh, appealing to those uh, music forms or culture forms, is that it, it appeals to people over than the people of that community because it, it speaks to to the human in in us you know to the to the people it could speak to a japanese to an arabic person to a european person and it's, it's true for hip-hop you know it was hip-hop is like um, the reason of hip-hop of course is the segregation and uh, the oppression of a certain community That community can be black, can be Latino, can also be, uh, I don't know, uh, socially um, poor people, you know, like, uh, it's a community. And But is the community now broken again as the unity of hip-hop culture is divided again in certain parts? Because as we know, like, uh, rap became like the main cultural uh, or musical form and nowadays it's like the popular culture and yeah. so it got divided from from its um, from its cultural ground yeah but hip-hop itself is a construct 
because you have to remember that uh, rap existed outside of hip hop. That's the true, same yeah. for writing yeah. or graffiti, you know, and dancing. Even the dance existed outside the graffiti. They were not together. It's, it's like a construct uh, because Africa Bambala was, I think, was the the the, the person who really. Uh, kind of united all those art forms because he und- I think he was conscious you know, he was like one of the most conscious uh, uh, hip hop heads of, of uh, that that era and uh, he understood the importance of uh, unifying people of the same community doing different things culturally you know and he understood the importance to um, of culture itself because it elevates people's mind and uh, he helped them to uh, understand who they are and uh, how they can express and take control of their lives. You know, because if you remember at this time in America, I think there were peop- those people, they were kind of uh, marginalized. Uh, the areas, the, their surrounding were kind of uh, uh, abandoned. You know, there was no really uh, policies to to arrange or to, um, to to have them to live in a better environment. So they had to take control uh, of, of their lives, you know. And life is also culture. It's also having fun in, in, in a way, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's having a, a vision to, to, to live in a better environment. And create and something you, out of yeah. nothing, like this claim. Yeah, so you can do it through music, through art, yeah. and through, also, uh, you know, through, through dance. The wish to create. Yeah, yeah, in wish to create. So I don't think the hip hop uh, community uh, uh, got broke, broken again. I think it never really. It's a construct, you know. Mm, It's just a way to a union of things that still exist on a certain level, you know. But each elevated also. I mean, in this time, it was an elevation between the the uh, different artistic. And uh, also those people, they probably they probably did. uh, I mean, maybe. uh, a rapper did write, you know, from mm. time to time or actively, I, I mm. don't know, or doing the breakdancing. They were living in the same environment, you know. Mm. But basically, uh, all these things, they existed separately. And how was it, um, how did you get in contact with the culture, basically? That was like mid-80s, something like that? And like the first wave of uh, European... Um, Uh, access to the to the culture. Yeah, I, in the I US. was lucky. I was lucky. I mean, uh, Paris had a very strong uh, relation with uh, New York, especially the Bronx, because uh, of because of certain people in in France that are interested about uh, African culture and uh, African diaspora diasporic culture. So. Um, I, I, I think I, sh- I should name some, like uh, François Bizot, he is a very important person in, in, in France, because he had a magazine called Nova magazine. Okay. No, Actuel was the name of the magazine, Nova was the radio station, mm-hmm. and before that he is a, he's a left kind of uh, person, you know, like a liberal, you could call him okay. a liberal, and he was, a, he was also a visionary person and he, he loved Africa, African culture, art, visual art, music and dance, you know. And he was the one who first um, kind of uh, uh, opened the doors for those uh, hip-hop um, activists like Bambata. So it, 
he got him to to come to, to Paris France, or? to come to Paris. In, okay. I think that was in eighty one. So that created a very strong bond between uh, the Bronx and Paris. So they they, they came many times, and I, I was you know in in in, uh, in contact with uh, that circle of Bizo, so I could meet Bambata and. Uh, Okay. I know of them. So there was your initial uh, contact to the culture, kind of, or, or how did uh, you got into visual arts in general? I mean, that's uh, visual arts. <laughs> <laughs> I came very late to visual art. You know. I mean, I visual arts. Really, I mean, yeah. in uh, in a very broad sense. Yeah, yeah, sure. You sure. know, I, how did you uh, decided to be like, oh, I want to create something that is uh, outside of myself. Well, I, I can, I can only say, I can only say that that I was not like one of those visual artists that were that were like, I was ten or seven, and uh, you know, I was in my world doing things because uh, it it doesn't happen uh, to me like that. I was more into uh, sports, and I came to visual art very late, like uh, fourteen, seventeen. I used to draw. I had a certain uh, capacity to draw and to. Uh, you know, to um, to copy what I what I saw on TV, magazine, and stuff like that. But I never really took that interest seriously until fourteen, and it started when I uh, met uh, a good friend of mine until today, a contemporary artist uh, by the name of Ski. And uh, the very first day we got in the same class, the same school, and uh, he was drawing next to me. We became friends. Okay. That very minute we became friends and uh, we started to uh, exchange i was into music he was into music he was more into like uh, he was into funk music i was into funk music like new wave and punkish music and he was in he was also very much uh, versed in uh, versed in comics okay and the comic I mean, culture in, in yeah. France is pretty strong. Yes, also. and the comics uh, culture in France at the time was really musical. You know, we had okay. like a couple of magazines uh, where the, the cartoonists would include music and music lifestyle, like reggae, punk, mm -hmm. and uh, like mostly urban and subcultures. Okay, so it was underground comic. Yeah, uh, like heavy metal. I mean, ah, yeah. the, the heavy metal. We, I mean, it used to be called metal hurlant. Yeah, which is a French translation, and they, there was a lot of music in it. And uh, so I got into stencils first, because there was that relation with the punk okay. culture yeah. uh, to me at the time. So by doing stencils, you know, I was into uh, spray painting, and then the hip hop came right. Uh, Around the uh, corner. Yeah, around the corner, you know, so it was... A natural uh, step, yeah, step to, to, to do something bigger, more colorful and more powerful. Okay. And still connected to music. You know? Absolutely, yeah. Stencil, yeah. I mean, depends on from which side, but uh, yeah. stencil was quite uh, yeah. big in the punk. And at the time it was not called the street art. No, of course not. Uh, at the time, we had a very strong uh, movement in France called the uh, Figuration uh, Libre, which was also people uh, painting in the street, you know, with brushes mostly, some with spray paint. Mm. And uh, to give you a picture, it looks more like what Kifarin would do, 
or like those type of uh, tags that uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat was doing with Semo. Okay. Okay. You know, it was mostly that kind of direction. You know, like uh, mm. a bit different. Gra graffiti or writing is definitely the original uh, street art uh, art form. Mm. You know. I mean, there was also a development of because spray paints was there was not so many colors. I mean, I remember like late eighties. There was like I don't know how many colors you had to really do something, and uh, or to get like caps or something yeah. like that. So it was already difficult. And then there was this development of you get more access to uh, different colors, and you could do bigger pieces faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want to say with that? <laughs> um, that uh, in the beginning, of course, people were with the brushes outside and they ah, were not yeah, going yeah, yeah. Um, okay, with the spray okay, can yeah, because yeah. the accessibility of yeah, yeah. Uh, getting spray cans uh, was colors, a little bit yes, more difficult yes. to colors. Yeah. So you your variety was not so broad, let's say. Yeah. And then with more paint, uh, there was the possibility to, uh, yeah, I, to I, paint I, differently. As yeah, it. I never thought of that, but uh, it... I mean, uh, so early at that stage, it shows the uh, the approach of the Europeans, mm. you know, because they were going for the colors and the techniques, actually, yeah. basically, yeah. Yeah, basically. So it's true that with the spray paint, you are limited, but it shows the, it shows to me in a way the difference between Americans, which are more into the expressing, mm -hmm. you know, no matter how, with what, you know, you know. And the Europeans, we, which are more like uh, classical, if, even if we don't <laughs> see ourselves as, uh, as academics, because we did not a attend uh, the, the Beaux-Arts, you know, but we had already in mind this, uh, that kind of uh, techniques, you know, and how to uh, apply, you know. Yeah. <laughs> as you're surrounded also more by it, like in, yeah, yeah. you go to a church, you see it differently, you go to, church. I don't know, if, even if you don't go to a gallery, you can you go to museums when you when you when you when you're a kid or yeah. when you're a pupil or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 And so um, going back to uh, African Bamata, was he the first guy who really like um, impressed you, or was your first real like impact of uh, what you're doing? Yes, he's, he's the one who really impressed me because of his uh, philosophy. And the, I mean, I'm Caribbean, and the Caribbean culture is like, uh, it's like a mix. We call it Creole, you know, Creole is yeah. like basically a mix of different uh, culture, different communities. Um, and, uh, okay, we, are, we, we were, maybe we are still disconnected from Africa, you know, from the origin of uh, the, the, the slave being uh, sold in, uh, in the Americas. And... Uh, we had partly connection with Africa through certain things that we, we could keep, you know, we're allowed to keep. And then we nurtured, but we nurtured it with uh, some Af uh, European, you know, um, culture and some native, depending on which part of uh, the Americas you, you were. Mm. And uh, the idea of uh, Bembata was like to, um, to use, you know, accessi accessible, uh, uh, matters, you know, and to uh, transform them into something like positive and something that you can use and, uh, you know, which is basically the mixed culture of the 80s, 90s. The culture of today is like a mix yeah, yeah. of many different things, you know. And I like that philosophy 
because it was always like um, it was also spiritual in a way you know it was um, and uh, yeah I was impressed by his persona because of all this knowledge that he had and um, also the way that he would share share those uh, like preaching yeah. almost he was not really preaching you know to me mm-hmm. <laughs> but because he had like a chart you know, yeah. like the rules of the Zulu nation I was never really a Zulu but I was always very close to the to the Zulus because of that uh, philosophy you know mm-hmm. and also because uh, in in that hip-hop culture there was a part which is knowledge that people uh, sure. overlook mostly you know because they, they people they they kind of look at hip-hop uh, as like uh, breakdance music and but there's also the knowledge which is really important mm-hmm. and the knowledge is also the self knowledge of self mm-hmm. you know and uh, as a caribbean it helps me to to think about where, where identity I'm from and, and identity and yeah. stuff like that so you know at the early stage of the that hip-hop uh, <coughs> embracing Uh, it was important for me to, uh, to to represent for my community, my family, and uh, also to uh, to look within uh, my my proper soul, you know. So there was also mainly the the kids who got drawn to it, like people who had like two identities, kind of, like having, for example, in Germany, like having a, a Turkish background. Yeah. And uh, are you fully German? Are you fully Turkish? And you're like in between yeah. stages. How you say it? Like uh, you're in between these cultures, mm. and um, you don't really know where to belong. And I think this attracts. Uh, yeah, it's it's emancipating. Uh, hip hop, yeah. hip hop is really emancipating because wherever where you come from, your ancestry, you know your community, and whatever you want to do. It emancipates you from the oppression of uh, the academia, the system, you know, and uh, all the, those type of oppression that was uh, really, really, really strong at that time in the late 70s, 80s, you know, because yeah. everything was so segregated. Like if you wanted to attend an art school, you know, it was, it was not impossible. I don't even know because my parents didn't know how to get me into an art school. I didn't know. You know, uh, if you wanted to do music, it was not difficult because I know I know people from my uh, background that became musicians and great musicians. But all these things that were kind of uh, inaccessible for certain people, or very difficult. Your parents they had to do sacrifices, you know, mm. and stuff like that. So, and even if you had the chance to uh, to have an instrument or you know to to draw to to draw or to paint. Was not sure that you could make a living out of it, and to come back to your question, I did not even choose that path. You know, it came uh, naturally to me because mm. uh, I got into writing just because I liked it. Uh, the fact that I could write my name, be recognized in my neighborhood, and express myself, express certain things. And it's also community. I mean, it's also mm. like friends, like you said with Ski, yeah. for example. Yeah. Um, You know, it's also like a friendly competitiveness uh, yeah. with your friends. Yeah. And so it's like something um, yeah, for, for growing up, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun, and, fun part. And I want to say something by, uh, uh, of, of Bambata. Is, uh, the way he, produces, he produced his, his albums were like really inclusive. Like you had reggae, you had like Zouk, you had like uh, 
Latin hip hop, you know, you have many different uh, type of music. Mm. And he opened my mind to uh, different art forms as well at, at a very early uh, stage. You know, so uh, I used to look at what was downtown uh, village artists were doing. Sometimes they were, you know, combining mm. shows with uh, people from the Bronx or like Rafili was mixed with, uh, you know, conceptual arts, poetry and stuff like that. You know, it was really interesting because what were, they were expressing was like, was uh, talking to me. It was like, okay, I understand what they're saying. I'm living the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe differently, but I feel the same way. There's other yeah. people like feeling yeah. I, in this direction, but uh, okay. Mm. Um, but uh, how was it like in the beginning of the 80s in Paris? Like, was it, uh, was it similar to New York? times kind of where you say that it was abundant or I know it was not that much but yeah. I remember like uh, um, you had some rough neighborhoods no? Uh, not rough like in New York no of course not <laughs> oh, it is, uh, and we, did, we did not have a burnt building left like that you know not in that way but uh, in the late uh, 60s Mid 70s, we had many uh, junkyards, many uh, abandoned places yeah, in my area. Oh. In my area, which is the um, northern part of, of France, of Paris, sorry. Mm -hmm. And those parts, they are mostly uh, habited by the migrant community from Maghreb, from Africa, and uh, partly from uh, the, the Caribbean. It's, it's really popular, you know. And uh, you had many junkyards because after the war you had many. Uh, how do you call that? Like uh, we had those those uh, those uh, favela type of uh, situation in the sixties. Okay. And mostly Maghreb people lived uh, in in those tents, and uh, you know, because they they used to come to France to work, to rebuild France after mm -hmm. the war, because it took some time. Be, be, before they started yeah, similar to, to Germany also. Yeah, yeah, so they used to come to France and work and work in the city, in a city, and then this was the, I mean, that area where I live is the periphery, kind of, or the limit okay. before what people know as the banlieue. And um, they used to live in tents. And once they, they got rid of the tents and they built the, the banlieue, those people, they moved to the banlieue, outside of the city. But the, the the junkyard they stayed empty, mm -hmm. so you had many empty uh, spots, uh, some abandoned buildings. There was a lot of squatters. People. Uh, it was more like the village situation more than the Bronx situation, okay. you know. Because in the Bronx there were m many uh, uh, burnt buildings, you know, and stuff like that. It was more like a village type of thing. Okay. And uh, as for the the policy. The police, they used to uh, check your identity a lot, you know. Is it still today? Uh, no, that law is, uh, was lifted uh, uh, in 81, I mm. think. Uh, was it 81? In the 80s, it was lifted. But they used to check on you, and uh, it was like a police state. Okay. I think most of the countries were police states, in a way. Mm. Like, you could not find a kid in the street like you know wandering around. around like uh, police will stop you and be like uh, you should be in school or stuff like that you know and also i mean um, 
as for the culturally, you know, we did not really know about galleries. To go to clubs, you had to wear shoes, no sneakers. No sneakers. Uh, if you were from Maghreb, if you were black, it would be difficult for you to, uh, to enter a club. Uh, mediatically speaking, in TV, there was not so many people that looked like me in TV. Uh, there was those bad jokes about blacks. I mean, it was it was kind of, uh, of it was racist in a way. It was racist. It was like post-colonial, you know, states. Yeah, yeah. French so has it, a long history. Yeah, uh, they still have a, a rough time, you know, to uh, to uh, acknowledge, you know, what they did in uh, in the Africa or in the in the Caribbean, you know. But is there a way right now? Is, is there? Uh, well, conscious work things on has that, things has changed, but uh, I mean, they they did, but uh, they did it in a way not to recognize uh, fully what they did and uh, to uh, to change, because we can feel the the um, consequences of uh, you know those actions of the past uh, up until today. Yeah, until today, you know. Okay. Um, talking of the diaspora, because you're also drawn between um, the Caribbean and France, because most yeah. of your life you lived in Paris, right? Most of my life is uh, Europe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, how do you feel in comparison to to both i mean you have a, like the strong uh, caribbean um background but still yeah. you have this european upbringing yeah and um how does that inform your artwork that you're doing i mean it's like it's part of your identity it's part of uh, you and how would you say do, does this uh, inform your art practice uh well, I, I mean, I don't know. Naturally, I include my own experience or my uh, very close family's experience into my artwork. So you find a lot of musical uh, aspect of it because the music carries a lot of our history, our culture. Spoken history. Yeah, through yeah. uh, music, you know. Uh, nowadays, is it's music is... Uh, recorded but uh, during the slavery time people they used to sing and uh, uh, send messages through music you know from, through lyrics and through also the language that they appropriate themselves with the language and transform the language so you have the creole language which is spoken in uh, some uh, of the caribbean islands both french and uh, his hispanic uh, and uh, also the the English ones, yeah. So mm. some people in Trinidad they speak Creole, like I speak Creole. Okay. Uh, some in the Dominique they speak Creole. Uh, some in the Republican Dominique they speak Creole because it's very close to Haiti. Haiti is uh, they speak Creole. In Louisiana, some people they speak Creole. So you have to understand that the Caribbean culture is American culture, mm -hmm. in a way. And when you look at American culture, you, you see uh, New York, L.A. and Detroit. Those are big cities. But if you go in America, I mean, the U.S., you go in uh, yeah. the countryside, mm -hmm. like Mississippi, Alabama, we are very, very similar 
mm. and they live in a very very similar way than people in the Caribbean. Mm. They are very 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 uh, uh, similarly as some people in uh, South America, in Brazil. I mean, or in Colombia. If you mm. go to the mm. the coast of Colombia, where you have most of the descendants of the slaves, or in Guyana, so we kind of share something which is the that experience. You know. Mississippi Delta was also a very important uh, yeah. part uh, yeah. in this time. And most of, the, most of the early music of the, uh, the U.S., they come yeah, from, the, from, from those areas, which are the rural uh, areas. You know, they are not born in the city like that, like spontaneously. Yeah. You know? And we, sh we shared much more at the time than now. Now it's different. You know, it's more like uh, it's a different media. So mm -hmm. it's for radio, it's for TV yeah. that we share things, you know. Like people would listen to reggae music in the US because it's on TV. But uh, back in the days, they used to have like exchanges, you know, because the slaves, they used to travel, like uh, they used to be sold between people, you know, mm -hmm. in different, uh, uh, different countries, different uh, areas. So basically, you will find that uh, mix, I mean, some people will see it as a mix of different uh, diasporic culture, but to me it's like a ball. Mm. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Okay. Like when I go to England and I'm in a Jamaican or Trinidadian uh, community, I feel like home. Okay. You know, we, we have the same food, we tend to think the same thing, <laughs> uh, to have the same expression, to, uh, to behave in the same way. You know, our parents, they would behave in the same way. And the same if I go to, uh, I don't know, to Puerto Rico. There will be differences, of course. But to me, they are minor mm. in terms of, mm. of culture. And you think that uh, the overall connection of uh, all these different places is like yeah. the music that, that was transported uh, it's, it's, it's 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 the music because many things were, I mean... Uh, uh, When, when, you, when you think of reasoning, like intellectually, things were, you know, uh, things were um, carried through music. You know. Informations and yeah, informations and... Uh, yes. Yeah. Through, mu through music, it was uh, exchanged. And you could uh, relate to that through the dance. Mm -hmm. you know. But you can find similarities in the dance in the music but the core expression of what is carried it's in the music uh, what is also kind of funny that uh, it was not really played in the in the radios or uh, until until Some music they are not played in the radio until it was recorded that's one thing and until some uh, white person would uh, you know uh, um How to say, I would not say copy, but uh, adopt, adopt, you know, this yeah. music and a cultural art form, and then it became huge, mm -hmm. like... Uh, and they disconnected it uh, with the culture, kind of? Uh, in a way, it did, mm. dis uh, disconnected. And that's also the reason why the, the, the next generation tried to find a the next art form, the next cultural expression, to hide messages mm. from their parents mm. and from, mm. from the system, you know, with a new language, 
and the new way to save mm. it. You know, mm. that's what carried the uh, Amer. I mean, the the American music. Uh, to the, yeah, yeah, to to that level of of today. Yeah, I you find know. it. I find it very interesting that it's uh, that something that was not liked basically yeah. by white America. Yeah. And uh, but then it got so successful, and they changed it uh, to so they can adopt it as their own kind of. So it happened also with jazz because jazz was like free improvisation. What you talked about... People used to dance on jazz. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And now jazz became this yeah. intellectualized, so it yeah. got uh, disconnected from the body basically. Mm. And um, mainly also maybe the black body itself because yeah. that was like the dance that was uh, around that. Yeah. So it got, you know, you, you took that out what you liked and then you... you did it as your own? Yeah, like I said, the 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 black di the diaspora, you know, the African diaspora, try to express express um, itself or himself, I don't know, uh, but also he tried to emancipate, you know, from a certain situation, okay. and emancipating also means to. Uh, um, to disconnect yourself from the past, in a way. Not necessarily to forget the past, but also to disconnect what was not good. So slavery, and then you had um, after slavery, which was not totally different, <laughs> you know. No. Uh, then you had segregation, and then you had uh, miseducation. You had many different levels of, you know, oppression towards the, 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 the black diaspora. So. Of course, you use a certain means to express yourself, which could be the music and, and the dance. But there's also art, other art forms, like uh, there was many painters. There was always people doing things with their hands, visually. Yeah, but uh, mainly also overlooked, no? By, That's by the, thing. the system. They are so overlooked, they are oppressed in a way, because, uh, and then they have to find a way to, uh, uh, not to market, but to... Um, to, uh, to box it, maybe? No, not to box it. But to show it, mm. you know, and to give it the, the meaning and the importance that it, it has, mm. you know. So therefore you have to uh, uplift, you have to um, um, conceptualize, you have to uh, build, you have to uh, elevate the language, you know. So from music, from dance to visual art and uh, reproduction of what... Uh, was done by the European, you know, you have to find your own way to express yourself and to, uh, you know, to advance in what you do. Mm -hmm. And that creates some kind of um, what we call sometimes disconnection between popular uh, art form, black popular art form, and more intellectualized uh, type of art form, which existed from the beginning, from the very beginning of... Uh, the trans transatlantic uh, slave trade, you had black people that were intellectuals who wrote poetry, who wrote books, you know, yeah, who got into politics. Yeah. There were maybe a few, but there was uh, enough that, you know, you could, uh, you, you, you could uh, spot them, you know, and they left some materials. Mm. So it's not that uh, what we do is only about music and dance and, uh, you know, 
it's 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 many things, you know. But it's like you said, it's overlooked. So, but it's also like what what the system wanted to get, basically. So because it's nice to have like some people singing, it's nice to have some people dancing, and to put yeah. them in this this part. But you don't want to have the the whole package. You don't want to yeah. have the intellectuals maybe you don't want to have the people have think and the politics them, yeah, yeah. and you know yeah. because then uh, it gets maybe uh, more complicated to answer certain questions you yes, know for them and so. also to keep them in a submissive uh, position you know at certain point i mean it, it was not uh, allowed for a slave or a descendant of slave to read or to have a book some some they, they get killed for that yeah. or reading or learning how to read you know in the Caribbean, me, I remember they, they used, uh, we spoke about it, you know, uh, about me, about my, my ancestry being the French and the, the Gaulois, you know, yeah. which, which is, in my case, is really not true. You know, I told yeah. you about my DNA uh, yeah. results, you know. Yeah. I have nothing like Gaulois in my, in my, uh, okay, in my ancestry, you yeah. know. But it's, it's, it was a way to keep you, you know, in, in, in that position of like, okay, here's the master, even when slavery was finished. Slavery was cut, but uh, when when slavery is finished, wh what do you do? You know, how do you get your food? Mm. You know, you still have to go back to that master and then uh, beg for a job. You know, and then he will pay you like uh, with with peanuts money, and then you will have to go buy the the, the 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 what you need for for food or you know a shelter to the same master that used to have <laughs> mm. you working for free. You know, so all these things I, tr I I I try to include them in my work, but I also try to get uh, away from it because this is a long time, and so many artists have uh, talked about that. You know, so mm -hmm. the slavery is not really something I focus on. I focus more on the, the miseducation and uh, the oppression of our culture, and uh, that's that's why in I, the diaspora I, or in the diaspora, yeah. Yeah, that's why I work on the music uh, aspect of it because there's a lot of. Uh, great singers and popular musicians that we had mm. and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they went through that uh, uh, black experience too and I'm, I'm pretty sure through their music their gift they 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 also try to express you know our history and, uh, and culture so i try to what, what i do with, with them is uh, basically i try to give them a, a kind of a pedestal you know like that i think they deserved mm. At, uh, at their, in their time, you know, they, they did not get it. And I tried to, you know, be like, okay, Grandmaster Flash is a, is like a genius, like Mozart. Mm. You know? yeah. Why not, you know? Is it, uh, could you say it's like the, uh, the giants on which shoulders you're standing, kind of? So that uh, you're showing, it's not just me, it's like yeah, the people yeah. who came before me, yeah, who... Yeah. Uh, informed me and who made the who opened the path for me to be what I am or exactly, to yeah. create what I wanted yeah. to do. Not only are they part of our tradition, you know, but also they really deserve because they reopen so many doors, you know. Yeah. They they, they open so many doors. And when I think of certain DJs, you know, like uh, could be the disco DJs uh, or the hip hop DJs, you know. And I, and I see today like so many people are DJing and making money and uh, and doing some uh, what I will uh, define as whack music, weak music, you know. Mm. 
and they can do it because of the, those guys. You know, Larry Levin was a great DJ. You know, Grandmaster mm. Pash was a great DJ. DJ Jazzy J. You know, DXT. You know, you had so many of them. Who grounded this path? Or, or yeah, Meli Mel was like, he's yeah. a great writer, you know. Like the, the message is like one of the, it's like a major song. The message mm. is like, you know, mm. you, you can tell me about Biggie, you can tell me about Tupac, you know. <laughs> but the message is the message. Yeah, it's super strong. It holds, yeah. uh, it holds itself up until today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's very current if you, you know, if you listen to the, the lyrics and mm. it's, it's very current song. And there's not that, that many songs. When you from that time, when yeah, you from that, that time, and in, in music history, mm -hmm. you know, there's like very few songs that speaks to, to the universe like that, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I was very blown away when I heard it the first mm -hmm. time. Obviously. Yeah, me too. So yeah, basically that that's what I do with my work, you know, and sometimes it gets a bit uh, conceptualized and maybe uh, a bit mysterious, but. Uh, yeah, it's always good. Yeah. Some mystery here and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, people they have to do the effort to, to search a bit, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit difficult to search about you on the internet, you're a little bit mysterious. Yeah. And also you add your uh, other alter ego, uh, the black Picasso. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you speak a little bit about that? Because I mean what, what I find interesting is yeah. um, Picasso is known for Demoiselle Avignon yeah, for yeah. for this uh, um, like an What was it? Was it early um, stage for him to go into the uh, cubism? Uh, yes. And he was very interested in these uh, figures and um, masks of yeah. Uh, Africa. Yeah, he was. I, mean, I, I don't know if he was at first. At that time, just right before that, uh, the European artists, they were influenced by Orientalism. Yeah. You know, and many, they traveled to uh, Morocco, mostly mm. to Morocco, that ma the Maghreb. Uh, and they uh, they got blown away by the um, the colors, the beauty of the women, you know. So in a colonial way, they they kind of uh, emulate that in mm. their paintings, and uh, so that kind of opens the, the the way and the mind of the the artist in Europe. And when they got that connection with Africa through uh, those artifacts, you know, that opened their mind then to a new uh, way of uh, um, depicting, you know, uh, nature mm. and figures. Mm. So for Picasso, it would be the mask uh, or the, sta the little sculptures, the statues, yeah. you know, and then... Uh, or even pictures, it. or even pictures. I think I read it somewhere that um, he Possibly. had a collection of the uh, nude ladies, African oh. nude ladies, and that he took from there uh, for the you especially mean, this. you mean pictures of sculptures and, and no 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 like uh, in the flesh so to ah, say okay 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 so I, I he was very yeah. inspired by that yeah and um but you know what talking about picasso i saw a, an exhibition of picasso in, in in paris that was two three years ago i think and um I was I was a bit shocked because reading the the, the text there was like many different descriptions of his, his different uh, periods and and to me it was like they were trying to um, to erase the fact that he was inspired by uh, those African artifacts. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I read some text and I was like, I even took some pictures that I deleted a um, couple of months after because I was so, so mad reading this again, you know. But the, the curator, at least that curator was trying to, to make it so that a Picasso was, a, he's a great artist, you know, don't get me wrong. But uh, like he did not get the inspiration. He tried to sell it like that? That it was not the creator really was from trying. There. I mean, it was written in that way, like uh, you know, he started before. Okay. You know why not? Yeah. He could have started before, mm. but he was definitely uh, yeah. inspired by the by yeah. those masks, you know. And uh, there's even text of him saying that. Yes, yeah, so I, I I did not really get uh, that mm. the, the point. The, the point. But of, that is uh, writing uh, that, you know, in a, in yeah, a big but, uh, thing like that, you know. But that also uh, plays in what you said about. Um, Uh, how you say uh, that France is not really recognizing about the his colonial history? Yeah, we have a, we have a difficult. So time. maybe that's part of the mindset, you know, that you the acknowledging yeah. of. Uh, it, it is, but there's no reason to be that way. To be no, absolutely not. Today, I mean, you know, you especially cannot, nowadays. You yeah, know. you cannot hide them from in that kind of information. You know, no. so. and that that's the reason why I. I You mean the Black Picasso to come back? Exactly, to that that's article. what I wanted to ask. You. Yeah, I mean, I started with that thing because people used to uh, call me that, you know, in a jokey way huh. back in the day. Some people they used to call me that, you know, uh, because I was I was painting, you know. And uh, but the first time I really used it myself was uh, because of that Picasso thing. And the, the huh. normally the name is Black Picasso because Cubism started in Africa. Mm. And I mean, basically, contemporary art uh, mm. started in Africa. That was the, that was the real name, because yeah. it's not a name actually; it's a phrase. Yeah, you know. So it is to bring awareness, maybe. Yeah, yeah. To, to the awareness. to this uh, yeah. fact. Yeah. Okay. That that many things you know uh, originated from Africa. Mm. We are the original men, according True. to science. Cattle of the <laughs> mankind. No, what was it? <laughs> yeah. So we, we are original and uh, our music is original, our dance are original, but also, you know, we, we, are, we have more than that. We have spiritualities, we have uh, architecture, we have artifacts, you know, we have many things. Mm. And Egypt is in Africa too. True, you know, people yeah, tend yeah. to forget that. Yeah, yeah, never forget that Egypt and, uh, yeah. is an empire. Big cultures you know, before yeah. everything else. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's to, it's to bring awareness, you know, in the general sense. Okay, and uh, what else uh, for you? The um, African-American artists, they seem yeah. to have uh, more visibi visibility right now. There's yeah. like a big... Um, uh, not call it wave, but I think it's more awareness because they yeah. were there the whole time. Oh, yeah. But there is a more awareness and visibility of them. Um, do you have the feel that's just African-Americans? Or do you have the feeling that the same visibility is in Europe and Paris uh, and um, maybe even in Africa? I mean, there's some African artists that you see now on... Documentas and yeah. African, I mean African American. They profit from uh, what I would call the American um, 
the, the, the American culture, you know. Generally, American culture is uh, better promoted than European, Asian, or, hmm. you know. Um, they're good in marketing yeah, and PR, marketing, basically. Yeah. So they kind of profit of that. That's why we see them uh, a lot more than African uh, artists or Caribbean artists, you know. Um, but uh, generally, you, we have more African and African diasporic artists uh, in galleries and museums, as well as women. Because in the 70s and yeah. in the early, uh, early 80s, there was really few women in galleries or yeah. in a museum, like retrospectives and stuff like that. So now art is a little more open uh, since the since the 90s, I would say. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot more African-American artists, Africans as well. But Europe has a tendency to, um, again, you know, maybe because of that American culture of uh, marketing and promotion, to show more, mm. mostly African-American artists. Okay. You know, ah, so more than African yeah. and uh, Caribbean, you know. Yeah. yeah, but it's very interesting, I mean, what is happening yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, in that place, especially you know? yeah, like I, when I, you look at Africa, it's like crazy what's going on. Yeah, there. I mean, the very, people are so creative and uh, very creative. Know, There's an energy yeah. and powerful uh, messages. Is, uh, yeah, yeah I, I was telling my, my, my friend, my good friend, uh, Ski, that uh, to me, Europe, I mean, Occident, Occident uh, art is kind of uh, dying out because they. They did so many, they took so, from so many, they borrowed from so many that it's, I think it's difficult to be an European artist today with, uh, with uh, content. You know, it's, 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 you have to really search to be original and try to say something relevant today because also the struggle is not the same, so the experience is different and everything has kind of been said, you know, through many different uh, media in many different ways, mm. you know. Yeah. And so... Uh, we, we, we still have a lot to say, you know, so, and we have our own way to say it. So it may be more uh, impactful, maybe also more meaningful because we speak to, to the people, you know, because most of the, the work you see from African-American or African artists, you know, when they express themselves and they are concerned for their work, you cannot relate to it. You know, it can be intellectually... Uh, really conceptualize but you still can connect to it you know it's not like a kind of a, you know a wanking as a, a intellectually wanking just to show that you yeah. you can reason or you know you can have a philosophical uh, uh, concept behind your work we, 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 we tend to not really need that mm. so it's reflecting towards uh, other art that was before and it's more like a commentary instead yeah. of really having a social yeah. awareness or like an yeah. uh, to me it's real to me it's like yeah. we, we are we are dim into the reality in mm. our reality but also many people relate to that because you know maybe some people they are not necessarily uh, black but they, they go through uh, the same type of oppression you know or something similar as in, in terms of oppression which is the case of the women for example you know, Absolutely. Many women, they kind of, um, or many associations, they, they, they kind of get close to the uh, African uh, demands because they feel they feel the, in, in the same way. You know, maybe yeah. it, it uh, translates differently uh, in, in real, 
but it's, it's the same type of oppression that doesn't really uh, seems to go away, you know, yeah. like you have those white uh, male, uh, you know, dominating everything and don't want to share the power or are afraid to share, you know, or, you know, they, they want to stay in power and control everything, you know, so, but... Uh, there's really a problem with, with uh, Occident, you know. You don't see so many Asian art. And the same in, in, in the media. You, you look at TVs and stuff. The representation is not like, it's not natural, you know. It's, it's not natural. And this is really, uh, that really bothers me, you know. So, yeah, we're going to try to change that. Yeah. And um, what we didn't came to yet is you have an exhibition... That's how we're also <laughs> sitting here, yeah, that's basically. Why, that's why I'm in Berlin, yes. That's why yes, you're yes. in Berlin here, yeah. sitting, uh, working, uh, producing, um, thinking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's going to be end of October, 25th? The 25th of October. Of yeah. October, in the Heavyweight Gallery. You, yes, uh, you write it HVW8, just for... Oh, yeah. People who want to Google it, it's the heavyweight <laughs> it's a gallery. Name for gallery yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult name. Yeah. I mean, the name is okay, but uh, you know, it's uh, always funny to describe the. Yeah, especially in German. How do you spell that in German? Uh, uh, HVW8. Okay, and they're a... like, what is that? Is that some chromosome, something yeah. <laughs> biological <laughs> code or something? I don't understand. Mm. Yeah, the Germans, um, they, um, they need to know about it. But it's in Berlin Mitte and. Um, yeah, you're here, you're creating everything, and what yeah. can we expect, expect maybe? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know myself what It's still in a process, expect, I know, yeah. but it's like um, <laughs> you have a, a string of thought, let's say, yeah. that goes into it, um, and we know you're a painter, so it's yeah. visual arts, and you make installations, and... Yeah, truly, it's gonna, I mean, you, 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 what you can expect for sure, it's like, it's name of the exhibition will be the name of the exhibition itself oh man i forgot it it's taken from the the message from grandmaster flash and the furious furious five uh and it's part of the chorus uh I feel, what is it is it don't push me because i'm close to the age no i'm trying not to lose my my head. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying not to lose my head yeah exactly yeah. i did not want it to be so uh so blunt. Yeah, yeah, so blunt, like I could have called it like, uh, uh, it's like a jungle sometimes, mm. you know, but, uh, you know, it's going to be, I'm trying not oh, to. Oh, maybe just a, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought of, uh, of that too, you know. <laughs> that would have been interesting uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Uh, get more association. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I can maybe change, you change it, it still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is very close to the jazz, you know, like people did like. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like. you know, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically it's around the, the song, the message, because um, I, was, I was watching that video, and the video itself is really, it's really strong, I, I feel. Mm. It's like a documentary type of video, and the song, the lyrics, the way it's, it's written, it's like a journalistic type of rap, because it's not really uh, uh, poetic. Mm. In a it's way. not battle rap. It's not battle rap, you know, mm. and it's not uh, so conceptual. The only thing that is conceptual or poetic is the chorus, you know. Yeah. Like, don't push me because I'm close to the age. I'm trying not to lose my head. That's the only thing that is, uh, you know. But the contents of the song and the video is so vivid. And again, it's really actual to me. 
when you relate it to the the migrant situation and uh, you know the uproars in the world uh, and I, I really like the texture you know that 80s texture of the video and the the, the images and um, I also like the outfits of the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five the way they look you know they look so like hardcore and so you know some people would say kind of popish today but at the time today absolutely like, yeah, yeah. you know but today i mean at the time and they are also in their environment in the video you can see part of the bronx totally uh broken you know and um, yeah I, I i really love that uh, i really love that song as a wall the image the, the the music and everything mm. and i just learned something i learned that uh, i spikely just filmed the second video the white lines video which I, which is about uh, drugs about heroin spikely shot it oh yeah. okay you know Looking that forward. was like um, <laughs> 80 83 or something white lines yeah really yeah 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 okay so you see everything is related yeah i'm telling you yeah. you know we tend to think like things like pop is pop yeah well, it's like uh, it's art, you know. Everything is art. It is, and what can uh, hold up to time, also, like uh, yeah, you know, some of the disco songs they were like just popish in that time. And, yeah, you know. yeah, but they they came back some of the disco songs. Like I will survive, you know that song, like <laughs> Gloria, you know, right? Yeah. Okay, now today it's a, I don't know, it's a classic, you know, mm. worldwide, you know, and mm. people are using it for like sports events, like mm. uh, in France. That's what that's yeah. what they do. But uh, you know, check the lyrics again. Check the lyrics, and, and what it's about. What it's about, you yeah. know, it's about a woman. You know, mm. a, a woman's struggle, a black woman's struggle. You know, mm. and uh, you know, it's how it survives. It's a disco song. Mm. It's like it, it, it's it's crazy. You know, how powerful is that song? You know, yeah, it and is. I and I could name many of, of them. You know, but yeah, basically, it's gonna be hip hop. My my uh, exhibition, and the next one is gonna be a, a har R&B, sorry, R&B. So you make theme shows now? <laughs> You're gonna go to a punk show maybe? Uh, yes. I'm looking forward to yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, I have already some ideas, you know. There's the group, a black African-American group called The Deaths. I'm gonna work around them. It's like an early uh, punk, punk rock group. Okay, you know, from New York? Known. I'm not sure if they are from New York or Detroit or something. Ah, I think yeah. I, I, I heard them yeah. before. Was it before Bad Brains and all that? And uh, yeah, yeah. Because Bad, Bad Brains, Brains also, also, is, is also they, they interconnected yeah. a lot of culture, yeah. also with the reggae and yeah. the hardcore. Yeah. So I mean, the field is so large. I mean, there's so many things that you can relate to those uh, musicians. And when you have the chance to speak with them, you can really get into the intellectual meaning of their songs. Hmm. And... Uh, their lives, you know, and to understand really where they come from. Some of them, they had like very, very uh, hard lives, you know. And I realized that also with the R&B uh, women singers. Many, they went in from... Yeah, the, definitely. The, the when you see the history of... Yeah, uh, yeah. You yeah. name them, like... Uh, yeah. And it's the same for, like I see the Caribbean musicians, some of them, they are really like tragic lives, you know. They turn between like identity crisis, because you know, when you're a singer, you, 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 in terms of position, you know, you, today in the recording world, it's like 
you speak to the not only to the community, you speak to the you know, and we also have problems. Like some some of our all these guys considered sell out. Yeah. True, it's always a thin <laughs> thin uh, line yeah. for what is it? When is it going sell out, and when yeah. is it like true to to yeah. the core of what you're doing? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not talking Kanye West because that bastard is really. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's he's into something else, man. I don't know what. He's on a like, different planet. You mean? I think he's uh, on his own planet. Yeah, on his own zone. Yeah. So he's beyond. Beyond, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Is is I? I think that guy is. He has a yeah. He has a problem for sure. Because certain things he tries to express, you know, he's mm -hmm. not the only one. But the way he that. tries to express it, or the way he tries to express those things, you know, he doesn't really know how to express them, mm. and then he has that ego problem. So when he tried to, uh, um, how to say, to correct himself, the ego is taking the the best out of him, and then. Uh, is digging the hole even deeper okay yeah because he doesn't recognize that he may make a mistake or is uh he's also i think uh, you know ignorant about certain facts really so he's not helping the community you think well we don't really need him uh, okay. you know <laughs> he's, he's just a one man you know? <laughs> but he thinks it's so important that he can change the whole thing mm. okay if, if, if he wants to yeah why not okay try but we don't need him you know, we need the situation to be changed. It can be for him, for for Jay Z, for I don't know somebody who's willing to yeah, yeah. to really you know, change it. Our tradition is not really to to hold one person. You know, it's a community it's, approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, the struggle is the struggle. Hmm. Okay, so we're looking forward for the show. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, did I forget to touch any subjects? You have the feeling? Probably. Probably did, a yeah, lot. Yeah. Then we're going back for, for part two, right? Yeah. And yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, maybe next year. Or, I don't know. Maybe I don't have to wait. No, maybe next time long, in Paris yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that. No, but, but it's. it's uh, this, those things, they are so complex, you know, and so uh, so large. That you could, you know, you could talk like hours and hours, you know, and also with different uh, perspective, because mine is just one, you know. No, I mean that's the one uh, that we're gonna see in your show, basically. Mm, so yes. we have this one perspective, and this can uh, ping pong to other uh, perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like we, we hope to engage with a lot of people. Yes, I hope around. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so hope. they can bring their background in there. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very interesting that we sat down with the um, Egyptian um, performance artist, for example. Yeah. And he brought in his perspective. Yeah. As yeah. he's like African, and he. Oh, yeah. He defines himself as African. Yeah. But uh, from the outside, uh, he's not. He's an not African. He's not African looking. <laughs> so he, he doesn't have the features, yes. Like I'm not French. Uh, yeah, in, so there's... In, a, in any yeah. ways, I'm not French in my <laughs> DNA. 
SS3, but I, but, uh, but the uh, concerned, <laughs> uh, you know, that's still in in there somewhere. But maybe yeah. that's not in the DNA. It's more in the, uh, you know. But remember, we are all Africans, outside culture, uh, according to science, <laughs> which is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some uh, appear yeah. more likely, and some uh, less yeah. in that case. And probably in Tanzania, they will not uh, see me as African, as as much as African as I see myself. No, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But this is also in Africa, what I see is like that people, um, they don't see the African-Americans as Africans. The diaspora is not really African. Is that a case or? Possibly in in certain cases, in Mm. certain areas, in certain communities, you know, in Mm. certain instances. We, and and we are not totally African, Mm. but we do share that, uh, um, that ancestry, you know, very strongly. Mm. I mean, for my part, I'm eighty. I mean, seventy-seven percent. I'm almost almost eighty percent African ancestry, but uh, I relate mostly uh, culturally to uh, to Africa in certain aspects, you know. Okay. And also, my history is uh, is uh, you know carved in Africans' history, mm. the same as my. Uh, my career is like carved in uh, hip hop culture. Yeah. Even if today uh, people won't see it, you know, um, right away, but it's carved in hip hop uh, culture. It's definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, with the, like I said in the beginning, it's like the early pioneers of the beginning of the 80s, yeah. which was, there was not so many people. There was like, uh, I mean, I know from Germany, there was like a handful or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe there was a lot of people embracing the culture. Yeah, like but a, like really a, activists culture, yeah. going deeper into yeah. it and uh, trying to spread it. I mean, but the writing part was important as a as a very strong uh, base for the hip hop. I think without the writing, it would have gone maybe uh, in a different way. You know, it was only music. Hmm. That's why that Bembata philosophy was really, I think, important. Hmm. Um, did you? Because I remember there was a lot of interrailing, like having an interrail no, ticket. No, and no, did no. you went to a lot of places there or you built your base in Paris and people came to Paris basically for... Many people came to Paris at the time. Yeah, you know, because to, Paris uh, was quite a, a hub, like a... Again, maybe because of the community was so strong, like the mm. Caribbean and African uh, community was so strong. Yeah. But so, so, so it was in London. And in Belgium, I mean, the community, uh, Caribbean and African in Belgium? community is really okay. strong, you know, in Belgium. Oh, wow. In England, I mean, it's like... Ah, because of the colonies, okay. But I thought, about, uh, I thought of hip-hop culture right now. In terms of hip-hop, I mean, Paris, because the, the artists they used to yeah. come. Me, like, I had a very strong connection with uh, the Zulu, the Zulus from in the hip-hop uh, community, like Queen Latifah, the Jungle Brothers, like mm. the Soul, okay. Tribe Called Quest, Queen, Queen yeah. Latifah, and all of them, you know. I was very close to that, uh, uh, to those guys because they were Zulus, mm-hmm. okay. you know? and in Paris, Zulu nation is is, is really strong. Yeah, you know, really, really, really strong. Stronger than in London or Amsterdam, oh, yes, which was yes, other yes. big, big yes, art. Yes, yes. Uh, part. I think the Netherlands they embraced like graffiti also. Writing, yes. Uh, uh, graffiti writing yeah. way more um, uh, than the other parts of it. I have the feeling, yes, because it suited maybe better. Or, but there was like 
such a strong outcome from from the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, that's 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 a bit, uh, yeah, that's it's uh, kind of amazing. That yeah, in the Netherlands, the, the writing took uh, yeah. Kind of took, took a dip, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah in and in Germany, it was uh, uh, breakdance. There, uh, there was a big wave of breakdance, which was, I think, number one. But it yeah. brought graffiti. It brought uh, uh, yeah. rap. I mean, we have a strong German hip hop culture in general. I think. I mean, oh, like yes, 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 Hamburg, yes. Uh, uh, mm. Berlin. Mm. Super strong. Munich had a very strong. Uh, but to me, it it. Uh, I don't know. When I came, it, it did not seem so strong to me huh. when I came to Berlin. Uh, when you came to Berlin, exactly. Yeah. There was a, a... When was it? 87, the first time. Okay. And but do you lived here for almost 10 years. Yeah, yeah. When yes. was that? 88 and uh, 97. You know? Okay. And also so, in Berlin, there was this, uh, these armies, you know, like American armies. The army base, yeah. And then they... I mean, some they were into hip hop, but mm. uh, yeah, we had the same in Heidelberg. Maybe there's a connection yeah. also. But they were they... more into like uh, African American culture as okay. a whole, like R and B, hip hop. It was not like about you know like uh, with a hip hop flag and okay, you know. But they brought certain aspects and they brought a lot, uh, you know. But yeah. it it was different than uh, than France. France was more like uh, it was really like a culture, you know, base thing. Like uh, okay, you know. We can ex express ourselves in French. That's why the French rap was so powerful. Because people they rap in France, in French. But it's also and, uh, a, a part of the industry in uh, in France, right? Because like the the French speaking industry is also more pushed than the. Uh, yes, also it was a political uh, move a po from the states to yeah. have like French music hmm. in the radio. Hmm. So therefore, they kind of pushed the uh, French uh, and in uh, rap, you know. But Bambata also kind of uh, um, uh, kind of push the artists to rap in their language. Okay. He, he was really that type of. Uh, I mean, he's still that type of man mm. that to push your own culture and you know try to dig in your culture and try to revive your history, your your traditions, and you know through music. So that's why it was so so. Uh, so 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 important in France yeah, know, okay. to do to to do it that way. And how was it in Berlin? Because you said the scene was not so strong. Was it? Uh, I mean, it was not the same when I came. Berlin was yeah, yeah. Well, because it was an island back uh, then. Uh, back no, in, kind yeah, of. back at, in, in in those times, yeah, it was an island. I mean, I did not really. Hip hop was strong, but more, mostly to me, like the breakdancing when I first came in eighty seven. Was still really really strong, and uh, I used to buy my records here. But the music was, uh, was it was uh, it was everything was different <laughs> to me. You know, even the writing was was the writing scene was kind of big, mm. I should say. Yeah, in Berlin, and I think Berlin kind of uh, influenced the rest of Germany. I'm not Definitely, because sure, I was not really traveling. Definitely, for me, but, uh, uh, there were uh, style-wise. Definitely, yeah, uh, yeah. number one, and and then it became. I mean, yeah, and and then the the breakdance took over again in Berlin because there was like a wave of mm. you know, slowing down and coming back, and then uh, I think that kind of cement the um, 
the, the hip hop culture because the writing and the breakdancing were really stronger than the rap. But now the, the rap, music, yeah. like in the what was it, mid '90s, the rap yeah. took over everything. Yeah, and because it, the rap has a tendency to erase the rest and to push yeah. the rest, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it was so strong. Yeah. I mean, up until yeah. today, I mean, maybe it's going a little bit down, or maybe yeah. I'm not really aware of it. But yeah. I remember in the beginning with all the underground rap, and it really yeah. like blew the scene. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I was not really to the the rap thing, but. Uh, I know that the writing, the graffiti writing and the breakdance, they are really important when it comes to hip hop as a culture. Definitely. Yeah, because that really uh, unify the, 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 the thing in its original form. Because the rap is so easily marketing, mark, uh, you know, marketable, mm. yeah. that it becomes really like a, com I mean, strictly commercial type of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's more difficult to do that with the yeah. other. I mean, there's people who know now how to put breakdance yeah. in a commercial uh, but it's situation. Still, yeah, but it still has its, uh, you know, original uh, independence, you know. True. Like, uh, you cannot stop people from doing it outside and people doing the battles. Like, uh, you, can, uh, you can organize a big battle, but you will still have people, uh, you know, not watching the, mm -hmm. the, the main event and breakdancing on the side. Yeah. you know creating and being still independent yeah. I will have one last question um, because you said it before a little bit uh, that graffiti you do outside is like a outside culture it's um, to be What seen outside uh, unexpectedly and then there is the uh, work that is seen in galleries in the so-called yeah. white cube yeah. um, and there you will go with a certain idea in the white cube to see something that might be called art so um, yeah, how do you question. see the huh? <laughs> I wait for your question how do you see um, the development or how do you see the um how do you see graffiti in the inside world because you said it before or you you touched it a little bit yeah what is your thought about that is that then still graffiti is it then art is that then uh, you know or do you take away from graffiti or from the energy of graffiti a way that is supposed to be seen outside or on trains <laughs> or is that too complicated of a question it, it's no the, the question is complicated but i have to correct you then we try to simplify okay everything. there's three things that i say one one of the things that i say that you just mentioned is that uh, uh, the european the occidental way of seeing uh, art space is that the galleries and they are seen like When people, I mean, the contemporary artists, they do things, they do it for the space. You know, they kind of know that they're going to be in the gallery. So they kind of produce the work for the gallery, not for the people. True. That, that was the first that's, thing that I said. That, would, that you also answered, yes. Yeah, so I was trying to uh, show the difference between people in certain uh, part of the world. Mm. They do things for the people. And those things can be shown outside or inside, you know. But in, in Europe, they tend to think of the space and they produce for the space, not for the people. In that, in that way, graffiti is made for the people. 
so you do it outside because that's your gallery and because people can see it outside. You reach also yeah. more people. You reach more people, yeah. but you reach the people yeah. and it's direct. So in that way, the, the approach of graffiti is more natural as in the African way or, you know, the communi community way. You do it for the people, you know, that's one thing. The second thing I said is that to me, the graffiti, the writing is the original form of street art. Like when you look at street art today, all of these things, you know, they don't really have no uh, symbolism of the street. They don't have no, uh, it's not a street language. They happen to be outside in the street. Mm -hmm. But graffiti is something that originated outside, that grew outside, that uh, took its form because of, of uh, the environment outside because of the danger you have to do it quick you have to do it maybe in darkness sometimes so that kind of shaped you know the way that we we work with the letters you know that being said you know once you have that art form that language created outside you can put it inside it will not change its form mm. you can put it on paper it will not change its form it will still be a graffiti a graffiti is a graffiti outside or inside, you know. Now, to answer your question, <laughs> when I do something outside or when I used to do things outside, to me it was like a gallery, for real. Mm. So, if I did something uh, for which I, I would be, let's say, uh, really content and really uh, excited about and uh, something I could define as a masterpiece, to me, it is a masterpiece outside. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Even if it's gone, mm. like uh, even some of the writers, like I see Ticket, Dondi, mm. uh, like Part, you know, some of their pieces, like Futura, you know, on trains or on walls, they were uh, they were masterpiece. You look at the photos today, you know, are like wow, you cannot beat that. They mm. were made outside, you know. It's just too bad it was not made on canvases, you know, and inside a gallery, because then it would be in a museum mm. today. Mm -hmm. And we still have them in a museum on the, in the form of, of photography. So I don't really make that type of difference like between uh, graffiti being outside and inside. And even if it's on a paper, a masterpiece to me, it's a, it's a masterpiece. True. You know? yeah. uh, if I can um, compare to a muralist, which is a form of, of street art, but it was mm. not called that mm. uh, back in the days. Like you look at some of uh, Diego Rivera's or yours, they are masterpiece. You know, they are inside outside. You know, yeah. so in some way, but there's no really difference between what he did. Uh, but he also he had a, had a strong sense of community and he had a strong sense of uh, for the people, as you say. That's what I mean. You know, the 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 difference I do with these things is like I look at w why you do, why it you do it and who you do it. Yeah. it for. You do it for, yeah. you know, you do it for the people, or you do, you do it for uh, the space. Mm. And today, most of the contemporary art is made for the inside, mm. you know, for, for not for, for the space. Sorry, not for the inside, for the space. Mm. You don't do it for the people. You don't try to speak to the, the someone, mm. you know, whoever it is. You don't try to speak to someone. You do it for the space. It's like doing something for for the church. Mm. You do it for the church. You know, you don't do it to speak to the people. So when you know, when you go to a church, like everybody's silent, you don't mm. make noise, you know, 
you don't intend to not touch things. So many things today they are made for the space, you know. And that's one thing I don't really, I don't really like with galleries. It's like uh, I don't mind you don't touch over something or you don't make a haha when you go in a gallery, but. The thing of like the space is like secreted, you know, like uh, like uh, like a church. It's kind of strange to me, mm. and the, the 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 graffiti outside kind of breaks it, and some of the street art are, are breaking it too, you know. It's just happened that the street art to me is not like the original language of the street, so I don't see True. why they call it uh, street art, you know. Mm-hmm. Not that it's bad. I think it's a, a way marketing. of marketing. Yeah, it's a marketing, but I don't like the, that type of marketing because that no. marketing is killing what is uh, the, the graffiti and the graffiti the writing is uh, mostly pushed aside you know like mm. it, it never existed mm. like, or it doesn't exist mm. or it's mm. not art it's, it's not it's part just, of it uh, you yeah. know and uh, this is uh, one thing that i cannot uh, accept you know as a as a graffiti writer you know or someone who used to write a lot i cannot accept that because to me this is the, the latest uh, uh, contemporary art form you know It also made a base for these people who came later most and worked on the came, street. Yeah. M- because most of them, they come from, from, from there, they were inspired by, yeah. by, by the graffiti. Or, yeah, you know? exactly. But then we, co- then we go back to that thing of why is graffiti, uh, you know, deemed uh, like naive or childish or, you know, not a, a proper art form. Is it because uh, it was uh, most made by uh, blacks and Hispanic kids uh, in New York? Kids, yeah. exactly. Probably yeah. uh, that's why it comes to the focus that people... Yeah, but uh, some they, they were teenagers, some they, they got mm. older and they did mm. some very interesting proposition. And also it's a, it's a painterly, um, you know, it's a painterly um, art form. So a painterly art form is there's no difference between kids and uh, grown-ups. Mm. You know, it's like saying that Mozart is... a. He's not a good uh, composer because he was, I don't know how old was he when he composed his, his first uh, song. They say or like Stevie Wonder was whoever. He's not good because he no. did his first, his first song. Uh, Michael Jackson. Either, or Michael Jackson or Prince because mm. he was 17 when he did his first mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's just that, that kind of, if you, if you read history, if you um, try to read history and the way they parted and they kind of uh, um, put things in boxes, You can tell it's like uh, it's like a, a construct to divide people and to to classify people. You know, like you come from this way, you you, you do this. You know, it's naive, mm. it's art brut, mm. uh, it's, uh, it's it's pop music. You know, it's uh, it's it's all this thing of elite. elite. I don't really like that that kind of uh, stuff. You know, no, and, and 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 again to to uh, to complete my. Uh, My 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 my, uh, my thought is it's like the people they, they kind of include include that process in the way they they create again you know there's like uh, there's like a system an algorithm of uh, who you are where you stand in art history in cultural history so therefore you produce in that way. So you kind of disconnect yourself from the reality and the, the people. Of reality. your own reality, maybe, yeah, also. And, yeah. and your own reality, yeah. too, you know. Because you want to be part of something. Yeah, so then you produce for the space, you mm. produce for a curator, you produce, you know, knowing that you want to stand in the, 
but uh, history doesn't work like that. History, you know, uh, uh, it's rewritten every 50 years. Mm. So what is deemed today like uh, top of the notch might go down and somebody else might, might, might replace it mm. because it's the reality is kind of stronger than anything else, you know. Yeah, it depends also who writes the uh, history. Yeah, but it changes. History is, is changing, you mm. know. Like today, they can say, okay, I don't know. If, I mean, France, for example, can deny the colonization today, but uh, tomorrow it's going to be uh, corrected. Yeah. You know, that's, that's history with an H, even if I don't uh, pronounce the H. It's not the Ash, the, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Caribbean, we don't pronounce a certain, uh, yeah. no. uh, we, 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 we kind of uh, switch it. We put it where it's it's non-existent. Okay. Yeah. In the, we do it. In is it like a slang way, or is it? It's not a slang. It's just I think, uh, <laughs> you know, dysfunction of uh, you know hearing and trying to speak uh, the master's uh, language. But I know in Jamaica they do it. They put the H where it doesn't belong, and we do it too in uh, in the Creole language in French. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, right? To get into that more, so I hope people they understood, you know, and they can they can put the the, the right uh, consonants where, where they belong, <laughs> you know, so they understand what I'm trying. No, but I think it's part say. of you, and they need to understand whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and not otherwise they can ask you when uh, when they see you in the show. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks to you. It was man. a pleasure, yeah. like always, and I hope we continue this uh, talk. Yes, I hope you know, but we do here. anyway. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs>